Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is FM News 101 KXL. It is Portland's Morning News. Good morning to you. I'm Veronica Carter. And I'm Brett Recamp. So happy you're with us on this Friday. It is now 8.03. A man is behind bars, accused of trying to kill an off-duty Vancouver police officer. And now the medical examiner releases a final cause of death report. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds updates the story. Officer Donald Sahota's death was caused by gunshot wounds to the torso. He was unintentionally shot by a Clark County Sheriff's deputy at his own home. The deputy thought he was firing at the man who stabbed Sahota several times. This all happened in front of the officer's wife. News partner KGW talked with Brian Johnston of the Fallen Badge Foundation. This family has witness this up front and personal. Fallen Badge is helping with funeral arrangements and other services. The man accused of multiple crimes in this case has been charged with attempted murder, robbery, burglary, assault, and stealing a car and running from police. His bail was set at $5 million. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. One of Portland's most recognizable former mayors has passed away. KXL's Nick Miller has more. Bud Clark died yesterday. He was 90 years old. Clark was mayor of the Rose City from 1985 to 1992, and he was commonly called the Citizen Mayor. In 2018, he told us he did not envy current mayor Ted Wheeler. Uh, it's, it's, I, I'm just glad I'm not mayor now because I... It's hard to fathom all the problems they have, you know, because the office was busy when I was there. It's, you're always hustling and always doing this and that. He also said he tried not to be overly critical of the mayors that came after him. When you're in office, mainly you hear the negatives, you know, you don't uh, hear the positives. So I send positive notes. Mayor Wheeler tweeted a tribute to Clark last night, calling him an integral part of the city's history and a larger-than-life personality. Nick Miller, FM News 101. We are coming up on 8.05. What comes next for Multnomah County's pandemic response? KXL's Grant Mackell finds out. Now that the county has reached the peak of this latest surge and a steep drop in cases and hospitalizations is expected, Public Health Director Jessica Guernsey says it's time to reevaluate any restrictions moving forward. We know that some of the stuff that we did before in the initial phases of COVID is not as effective with particularly the Omicron variant. And that includes closures. We know that really at this point, those are too blunt of a tool to use, especially in a post-Omicron world. But we also know that there are pretty severe outcomes that are associated with those closures that we need to take into account. Grant McHill, FM News 101. While protesters gathered outside the Capitol building in Salem, some lawmakers on the inside were complaining about COVID-related mandates. KXL's Mike Turner is checking out day one of the short session. Republicans in the House are trying to come up with enough votes to shoot down rules that required them to mask up in the building. The vote fell short, and Democrat Paul Holby, who sponsored the resolution, pointed out this is nothing new. We go through this process 
every time we come into a new session and we adopt new rules. These rules are substantially the same that we have been passing. We have continually listened to the Republican caucus about what they would like. In this session, they would like to ban the concept of vaccine passports and end the state of emergency. They're also pushing a bill that would take away the power of a governor to declare a state of emergency. Mike Turner, FM News 101. A new rule that stopped the sale of flavored tobacco products in Washington County is on hold. A petition with 10,000 signatures upended the ban, which was supposed to be enforced at the beginning of the year. Washington County commissioners voted 3-2 to ban the products in November. Purpose was to keep the products away from kids. If the petition signatures are verified, voters would get to decide on the matter on the May ballot. Scientists are noticing some rumblings of activity in the Three Sisters volcanic region. KXL's Annette Newell has a story. The ground swelling under the Three Sisters, along with signs of awakening. In October and December um, and January, this past January, we had some really, really tiny earthquakes in the area. But that doesn't mean there's cause for alarm. The U.S. Geological Survey says the rate of uplift in an area that's about 12 miles across rose roughly an inch between June of 2020 and August of last year. Scientists think what's going on is lava filling a space underground, telling King... This is the kind of activity that's probably been going on in that region for centuries or millennia. And only now do we have the technologies that actually allow us to be able to detect this. Annette Newell, FM News 101.